The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. Welcome back, guys. And today we're going to be talking through the definition of insanity. And for those of you listening, most of you are on your health and fitness journey, or you've come to this podcast for some sort of mindset, motivation, information, whatever it is. And you're like, why in the hell is this girl going to be giving me a vocabulary lesson, right? The definition of insanity, but hear me out. This is going to make a lot more sense as I start to run through it and essentially kind of using this and and my experiences around this topic to develop a better mindset in your own health and fitness journey and more specifically the progress that you are or are not seeing. So let's do it. The definition of insanity quite literally is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. My man Albert Einstein said that, so I'm going to quote him directly. I'm going to read it again. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Okay, so what does that mean? Where does that pertain to your health and fitness journey? If you are someone who has been reaching or striving for a certain goal or been going to the gym or trying to eat healthier, right? You're doing something for a particular purpose. And at the end of the day, most of us, we're not there yet. We haven't reached our goal. We haven't been able to you know, cross it off our list. And there's a reason for that. And for some of us, a lot of us, I think a big piece of it is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, expecting to be able to reach that goal or cross that thing off your list or hit that milestone, whatever it is. So this came up, um, I want to say I was probably like in high school. Um, yeah, probably around like freshman, sophomore year of high school, I had this conversation with my coach. So for those of you who don't know, I did gymnastics my entire life. I truly like that was my whole identity pretty much until I graduated college and stopped doing gymnastics. People would ask me like, oh, hi, like, how are you? You know, tell me about yourself, whatever it is. And my first initial response was always like, oh, I'm a gymnast. Like that was all I knew. And that was a huge piece of who I am. So a lot of these episodes and the lessons that I'm giving to you guys come from a an experience that I had in the sport of gymnastics, a conversation I had with a coach or something that I went through personally. And I think that gives um, a lot, you know, better insight than me just sitting here talking about something that I've never gone through or have no idea about. And I'm just, you know, reading off, you know, some notes that I took, like every lesson that I've learned, I've had to learn it a few times. And I'm giving you guys the inside scoop into maybe learning it once so that you can move forward at a hell of a faster rate than I ever did. So Anyway, back to gymnastics. So I think this was around my freshman or sophomore year of high school. When you're at that age of like rebellion, right? You're like, I don't know, 14, 15 at that point. And it doesn't matter who the authority figure is. You just want to do the opposite. And I definitely can say I fell right into those shoes um, in gymnastics. I would just, anything my coaches told me, even if I knew it was like the right thing to do or that they were right in whatever they were saying, I was resentful for it. I didn't want to do it. You told me turn left. I'm turning right. Like it was just that age. And I remember this conversation so clearly with my coach. Her name was Dawn and she sat me down um, and we were on beam. So for those of you who know anything about gymnastics, balance beam is one of the four events. It's like, for those of you who don't know, it's like the really, really skinny, like 
piece of wood looking thing that you like flip around on. So we were on beam at practice and I was doing the same skill over and over again. It was like a backflip of sorts on the beam one after the next, after the next, after the next, just falling on my face, falling on my face, falling off the beam, tripping over my own feet. Like I could not get this thing right. It didn't matter what I did. I just kept falling. And Dawn was no, I don't know what, how do I describe Dawn? She, she gave me the kick in the ass that I needed and the kick in the ass that I didn't need most of the time, but I'm so freaking grateful for her. So anyway, we continued at this and she let me, you know, fall on my face for hours at practice, kind of offering no real help, right? The, the, the reason I was falling was because I was turning my feet inward. Again, this doesn't have to make any bit of sense to anyone listening right now, but hear me out. So I was turning my feet inward and I kept falling off the beam, right? I'm trying to land. I'm trying to stay on the beam. If I turned my feet in, I was falling off. Okay. She's like, you're turning your feet in. I'd get back up. I'd try again. I'd fall on my face. What would she say? You're turning your feet in. I'd get back up. I'd try again, turn my feet in, fall on my face. It was like one after the next, after the next, to the point of being so goddamn frustrated that like I had tears in my eyes looking at her being like, what like, what the fuck? Like, help me. Help me do something differently. Because one, I'm starting to get real tired of falling. Two, my body is starting to hurt. So like, we can't keep doing this. And three, I'm so frustrated. I'm ready to walk out the door right now. And she looked at me and she said exactly this. You are doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. You are continuing to turn your feet in and fall on your face. If you want a different outcome, you have to do something differently. She's like, how in the world can you expect to land on the beam if every single time you're trying it, what you're trying is incorrect, it's leading to failure, and then you're doing it again? She's like, why would that make any sense? And I kind of just looked at her. I'm like, okay, okay. And again, in this moment, I can guarantee I was probably crying or frustrated or bright red in the face because I just, again, didn't want to hear what anyone had to tell me. But this moment, I mean, back to freshman year of high school, this moment still stands out like crystal clear in my mind. I think it was a Tuesday afternoon. That's how vividly I remember it. I was just like, holy shit, she is right. I can't keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome. Unless, hear me out, if you're doing the same thing over and over again and it's giving you great results, yeah, keep freaking doing it. But me literally falling on my face for hours was not a great result, was not the end result that I was looking for. So clearly we got to backpedal. We have to do something differently. So that's when it kind of hit me that day too. I'm like, huh. All right. So if I get up on this beam again and I do the same exact thing and I turn my feet in instead of turning them out, I will fall on my face. Like, let's just make it super black and white like that. I got back up on the beam. What happened? I fell on my face again. No, I'm just kidding. I got back up and I was able to make that adjustment and be so black and white in my mind. It, it my, my brain was on autopilot. I wasn't intentionally turning my feet in and falling off the beam. But because it was such a habit for me, it was my natural reaction, my natural response, how I performed the skill was naturally with my feet turned in, it was leading to a negative result. So for me to be able to land on the beam, I had to kind of work against myself and work against what I've always done and what I've always known to turn my feet the other way and boom, land on the beam every single freaking time. So I only had to learn that lesson once. Once I landed it, boom. I'm like, you don't even have to say this to me ever again. I understand what you're saying. I get it. I can do this moving forward. And I had to remind myself of that 
not just that day, not just that week, but every single time I got back up on that beam and I wasn't getting the outcome that I wanted, I knew I had to work against what my body naturally wanted to do or what it was used to doing and do something differently to get the outcome that I wanted. So again, this conversation was probably so brief, like maybe, maybe five minutes and it stood out so clearly in my head. One, because it clicked. It freaking clicked right then and there. Like we never had to have this conversation again. And I had, I mean, I had the same conversation with myself for months and years in the sport of gymnastics after that, where I'm like, dude, you're doing the same thing. You're doing the same thing. You're expecting different results. That's literally insane. That is the definition of insanity. How in the hell could you expect anything differently to come to this? So I I had that conversation with myself over and over again, which is why it stuck out, but more so because I see it all the time in health and fitness. I am a health and fitness coach. I work with a little over 70 women online all across the world. And I think this is one of the most commonly seen and like one of the most frustrating pieces of seeing results. Because at the end of the day, anyone who's embarking on a health and fitness journey or setting a goal for themselves, it's not just to set that goal or just to say that they're on their health and fitness journey. More times than not, they're doing it because they want a result right? Duh. We're not going to the gym and doing all this shit just for the fun of it. Like you want a result from it, whether that's to lose weight, to get in shape, to get healthier, to, you know, be a role model for your kids. You're doing these things for a reason, right? You want a different outcome than what you are currently living in. So with that being said, I see this all the time, like I said, with so many people where they're doing the same goddamn thing over and over again and saying, you know, what's going on? Why is this not working? Why am I not seeing results? You know, so-and-so Susie Q over here did this, this, and this, and she looks the way she does. But why don't I look like that? And I wish so badly I could just read them the definition of insanity. I would never do that. But it's so true. Like doing the same thing over and over again with those same actions, same habits, same environment, same routine, and expecting your health and fitness goals to just appear is insane. It is insane. So hear me out. We're going to learn kind of, we're going to talk through a little bit today in terms of what this looks like from a workout standpoint, a nutrition standpoint, health and fitness in general. Um, And you you can apply that to so much more than just health and fitness, your job, your relationships, your any patterns that you see repeating in your life. It is most likely due to this kind of behavioral pattern. So kind of recognizing where you're going wrong and then recognizing, huh, it's probably because of this. So we're going to talk through a few different things today. Um, But then by the end of this, I want you guys to kind of have an idea of how to break this cycle. Because me sitting here ranting about all the mistakes I ever made and learning that I was insane, like that is cool and great and all. And maybe it'll give you a little motivation to go and change something. But at the end of the day, I want you guys to have a very clear and succinct idea of what you are doing that is insane and where you can change and adjust and adapt to do something differently and get a different outcome because of it. So let's dive a little bit deeper into health and fitness, right? So if you are here, like I said, you are probably on some sort of health and fitness journey. You have some sort of goal or maybe you've seen some progress. Maybe you've seen a lot of progress, but I can also guarantee that everyone listening to this right now has faced some sort of setback or experienced some obstacle, right? Like that's, that's almost inevitable in really anything you do in life. Very rarely, if at all, is it just smooth sailing, good to go. You start something point A to point B, you're done, boom, finished, move on. More times than not, if whatever you're striving for is worth having, you're going to face obstacles, you're going to face setbacks, and it's better, in my opinion, to embrace those and almost um, 
anticipate them rather than getting frustrated when they appear, right? Because when you're faced with an obstacle, ultimately you have two choices. A, give up. B, try again. When you're faced with those two choices, especially on paper, it's like, well, duh, choice B, try again. That is obviously what I'm going to do. I'm not going to give up, but hear me out. If your attempt at trying again, option B, is just simply repeating the same exact steps that led you to that initial obstacle in the first place, then you might as well pick option A, give up. Because there is no point in continuing to try again, try again, try again, try again without ever reflecting and changing your current actions that got you there in the first place. So yes, the obvious answer and the answer that I want every single one of you listening to this to choose when you face an obstacle is to try again, is to pick yourself back up and go for it again. Whatever the obstacle is, however big or small, right? We're not just going to give up. If you just give up, you mean the goals that you set for yourself were never really truly worth it in your own opinion. And that's a, that's a, that's a separate conversation for another day. But if you're willing to give up, we are not friends. We are not on the same page. So if you're willing to try again, hopefully everyone listening to this is facing an obstacle or has, or knows what I'm talking about. And they have tried again. But again, I'm going to repeat what I said to trying again with the same actions and repeating the same steps that got you to that obstacle or failure is not even worth your time. Because repeating those same steps again and again and expecting a different outcome quite literally makes you insane. Okay, what does that look like? How do we apply that? Where do we go from there? So from a workout perspective, I'll always go workouts first. Why? Because that is my favorite and I think the easier piece of the puzzle in terms of health and fitness, right? We can all go to the gym, can all carve out 30, 40 minutes of our time and and get a workout in. Solving nutrition That is a much bigger piece of the puzzle, and we will definitely be getting into that with many future episodes to come. But back to the topic on hand. For workouts, doing the same thing over and over again, facing obstacles, what does that look like from a workout perspective? So if you are someone who is always skipping your morning workouts, you are always setting your alarm for 5 a.m., I'm getting up, I'm doing it, that alarm goes off, you say, oh, fuck no, you snooze it, and you go back to sleep. Once in a while, yeah, it's going to happen, right? We're tired. We need a little rest, sure. But if you are someone who cannot even think back to the last time you set your alarm at 5 a.m. and got the hell out of bed and went to the gym, why are you continuing to try to make that work? Why are you continuing with that level of commitment when clearly it does not work for you? When clearly you are going to snooze your alarm, you're going to skip your workout, and then you're missing your chance at getting 1% better that day right? That's trying again, doing the same action that led to your failure, your lack of going to the gym in the first place. Okay. So if you're someone again, who says, I'm going to go to the gym six times a week, I'm going to do it. I'm going six times a week. This is going to be me, new me. It's a Monday. You're ready to go six days a week. Here we go. And by the end of the week, you've only made it five times. And then you're like, damn, what is wrong with me? I said I was going to do six and I can't go to the gym six times. I only went five and now I'm a failure and I don't know what, what's going on, right? If that is continuing to happen every single week, hey, maybe, hello, you're not someone who can go to the gym six times a week. Maybe you have a crazy busy life and your career is taken over and that sixth day is just not a doable task for you. That's okay. Stop aiming for that six. Stop putting yourself in a situation where you're going to fail by doing the same actions over and over again. And instead, think about what's working, these five workouts, restructure your schedule to fit those five in, 
and feel at peace with the fact that knowing you're doing the goddamn best you can and that's really all you can do. Stop setting yourself up for failure saying, I'm going to get there six days. Like, no, you're not. And that's fine. But move forward from that and stop putting yourself in the same cycle of I failed. I can't do it. Why did I not make it there six times? That's just pointless. You're wasting your own time at that point. Let's give another example. If you are someone who thinks that or is doing endless amounts of cardio to get the physique that you want, how's it going for you? First and foremost, how we feeling? How we looking? Is it working? I can almost guarantee the answer is it's not going so well just because I've been there and I know that. Um, But if endless cardio is not getting you the physique that you want, why are you going to just keep doing more cardio, right? You're picking option B. We're going to try again. We're going to get another sweaty treadmill session in. We're going to go for another run. We're going to go on the elliptical one more time. Like if none of the actions of the endless cardio have gotten you to where you want to be, why would one more session do it? one more week of straight cardio, one more week of sweating it out. Like if it's not working, it's not working. Stop doing the same thing and expecting you all of a sudden one day to have these super defined shoulders and nice toned arms and strong legs. The cardio is not going to get you there. Same thing goes for the I'll go tomorrow mentality. If you are someone who has ever said, I'll go tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll start Monday. If that is you, oh boy, we got episodes for you to come first and foremost. But If your I'll go tomorrow has led you to 10 months of 2021 with never stepping foot in the gym, but you're going to keep repeating that same I'll go tomorrow behavior, what in the hell is making you think that you're actually going to go tomorrow? Why in the world are you going to trick yourself into saying, but like, oh, but but tomorrow I'm going to do it. Like, no, you're not. (laughs) And the quicker you can identify that and stop that repeated action that's getting you nowhere, the sooner we can start making changes, actual changes, and seeing results from it. Because if if you're someone who's repeating the same action over and over again, and I mean, subconsciously, you got to know like, hey, this is not working for me. Like, I, I can't even tell you how many times I said, I'll go tomorrow. And I just have not gotten like, you got to be able to have that conversation with yourself. And then you have to say like, All right, well, what is what is stopping me from doing that? What is stopping me from changing the way that I'm going about my day where I can never get to the gym, right? We have to take a step back, zoom out a little bit and figure out a new game plan instead of doing option B. Try again, try again, try again. Holy freaking crap. We're 10 months into 2021. If you're still trying again, trying again, spinning your wheels, doing the same shit and it's not working another two months of 2021, it's not going to work then. If it's not working now and it hasn't worked since God knows when, nothing about that same action is going to do you any good at all moving forward. Let's go into nutrition a little bit too, because that's a big piece of this, guys. That is a huge piece of the puzzle for health and fitness, for your goals, for your results, for feeling like, hey, all the hard work I'm putting in is paying off. I look better. I feel better. I'm more energized. My clothes fit better. 99% of that, guys, little tip here, comes from your nutrition. Not your workouts, not your cardio, not whether you're getting to the gym five days or six, whether you're doing so-and-so's workouts or this person's workouts. Yeah, that's all fine and good. And yeah, that helps out. It pushes the process along. But nutrition is the driving force behind any of the results that you are or are not seeing. And this principle of insanity applies to nutrition to a freaking T. 
Okay, so hear me out. Some examples for this as well. So if you are someone who works super long hours, you're very career oriented, you are, you know, working, I don't know, you're a nurse, you work night shifts, you're doing this, you're on the go, you're da 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 da, you're super freaking busy. First off, good for you. We love that. Second off, you know, you never have food at home which means on your drive home from your long shift, you're tired, you're hungry, you want to go to sleep. You know, every single time you drive home, you pass by that McDonald's and you just, ah, I had to stop for food. I have nothing at home. I had to stop. I'm so hungry, right? Like that doesn't work any longer. I don't know if there's a way that we can restructure your work schedule. Probably not. But what we can do is identify what's the problem and work on that. So the problem here would be that you never have food at home. You never have food prepped. You know you're going home to an empty refrigerator and you're way too tired to start chefing something up in the kitchen, right? So if you're repeating that same never having food at home, always being tired, passing by McDonald's, had to stop and get some fries every single day. And you're also saying, why am I not losing weight? Why am I not seeing progress? Why is all of the hard work I'm putting in in the gym not paying off? It's because you're repeating the same habits every single day with your nutrition. And they're habits that are not going to set you up for success. Habits that are not going to lead to your long-term you know, goals or, or whatever it is. If it is weight loss, repeating the same habit of stopping at McDonald's because you have nothing at home and blah, blah, blah. How many days are you going to let yourself do that before you're like, huh, I know hold on a second. I know that it is Monday. I'm leaving work right now. And I know I didn't spend any time this weekend prepping my food. That should set off like 55 red flags in your head to say like, do not stop at McDonald's. Why? Because we've been doing this for so long. And you've been repeating that same action for so long. And it's getting you nowhere. It's making your goals harder. So instead of relying on like, oh, but uh, okay, today I just won't stop. Like, no, 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 no. Instead of doing that where you're like trying to build up like the strongest will in the world to just be so disciplined when you pass by McDonald's, instead just make it a little bit easier, right? Make sure you have something at home that you can pop right in the microwave, heat up and, and be done with it. You're saving money that way. You're eating healthier. You have more control over your food. And I guarantee your body's going to feel a lot better with a home-cooked meal than it would with some greasy McDonald's sitting in your stomach late at night. And this same concept, this is this was a big one for me. This same concept applies to snacks. <laughs> I am a snacker through and through. I have such a sweet tooth. I will never in a million years tell any of my clients ever to cut out snacking or, oh, you love cookies? Sorry, can't have cookies. Like I would never say that to another human being because if somebody said that to me, I think I would cry. Like right then and there, I would be so upset. And truth be told, you don't have to cut out any of that to see goals, I mean, to see goals, to see progress on your goals and to see the results from your hard work. But what we can't do is repeat the same habits around your snacking that led to your weight gain in the first place. So a a big thing that I hear a lot too with um, the pandemic and, and quarantine last year and everyone being stuck at home, So many people, myself included, developed some pretty nasty habits in terms of like snacking or binge eating or just going into excess with what you have available to you at home because, hey, there's nothing else to do but eat, bake, cook, eat again, sit on the couch. Like, I totally get that. But if those are habits that you built up during quarantine and you also came out of quarantine uh, significantly heavier than when you started it, we know that those habits cannot be repeated if we would like a different outcome. So if you know that 
I don't know, peanut butter pretzels are like your go-to snack. I love them. Trust me. Those are amazing. Like if that's your thing, whatever your thing is, and you know, every time there's a jar at home, you walk by the kitchen, oh, you have one or two. And then you're passing by on your way to, I don't know, you work from home. That's just where my brain goes because I work from home. But you pass by the kitchen on the way to grab your phone charger and oh, we'll just grab a few more. And then you're making some lunch and the jar is sitting there. And then by the end of the day, holy shit, you ate the entire jar of peanut butter pretzels at home. And you know, you can't really just have one or two. You know that that's not something that you are capable of doing. Stop expecting yourself to do that. Stop buying the peanut butter pretzels. Stop keeping snacks at home that you know damn well you have no control over whether or not you have one or two or the whole freaking bag. And that's not restriction. That's not me saying cut out all the foods you love. That's me saying be self-aware enough and care enough about your goals to make a change with the environment that you're in. Okay, because the reason so many of us get stuck in this cycle is because we aren't upset enough with the lack of progress to do anything about it. Or more so, we're, we're so fixated on the short-term satisfaction, that peanut butter pretzel, or the comfort of whatever comes naturally to you, then we're truly frustrated with our lack of progress. And I want that to, to sink in for a second. I mean, if you are someone who is frustrated with the scale and I'm not losing weight and I'm not seeing progress and I'm not any stronger in the gym and you're just you you're identifying like I just I don't have my shit together. I'm not seeing the benefits of it, right? If that is you, you got to ask yourself like are you more upset with that than you are with like saying no to the McDonald's? Like which one is more upsetting to you? Would you rather give up on your weight loss goals and you being a healthy human being or would you rather give up the McDonald's hamburger? Right now here listening to this podcast, I would hope every single one of you says, yeah, I'd rather give up the McDonald's hamburger than to give up on me and my health, right? Like that's a pretty obvious choice. But when it comes down to it in the moment, it's not so obvious because for whatever reason, we convince ourselves in that moment that it's just this one small isolated action. It's just this one stop at McDonald's. It's just this one burger. It's just this one peanut butter pretzel. It's just this one missed workout. When we know it's not, we know it's more than that. We know that that missed workout, yeah, we missed today, but we also missed yesterday. And we missed two days before that. And you didn't go at all last week. And same thing goes for the food, right? It's not just that one extra snack. It's the extra snack now, the snack you know you're gonna have later, the fact that you didn't prep any of your dinner, the fact that you are okay with putting yourself in the same environment with the same habits and then saying, well, why am I not seeing results? Hello, that is crazy. That is insane to expect different results from doing the same freaking thing. Okay, so if your environment is the exact same as it was when you got into this mess, whatever your mess is, how do you expect there to be a different outcome? You're not a superhuman. So please stop expecting yourself to all of a sudden one day become one. All of a sudden become a morning person and hit that 5 a.m. workout. All of a sudden have so much strong will, you know, discipline, self-discipline to not eat the snacks that are sitting right there. Like stop expecting yourself to be a superhuman and start expecting yourself to do the daily tasks that will set you up for success in the long run. Because expecting yourself to go out for a walk and get some extra steps in, in my opinion, is a lot easier than expecting yourself to be so disciplined with your food that you never, ever have snack ever again. 
Like, no, let's just get rid of the snacks for a little bit. Let's make sure we go out on a walk, start doing those daily habits that will set you up for success that are different from what you're doing now. So let's talk through how to break this cycle a little bit, because obviously I just ranted for quite a bit in terms of like what this looks like. And I think so many of us, myself included, can really, really relate to a lot of these things and being like, wow, yeah. You know, I do, I do do that. I did say that to myself yesterday. I am finding myself, you know, stuck with my progress and my results and I don't feel like I'm progressing. And hopefully you're able to kind of look through everything that I talked about and and identify an area where you are repeating the same actions that are leading to your failure or lack of progress is a better term. So how to break the cycle. One, we have to identify what our goals really are. And hopefully this is something that you have done already or at least have an idea of. And it doesn't need to be so perfect, you know, solidified, set in stone. This is exactly how much I want to weigh, right? Have a general idea, at least just start of the direction you would like to go. Okay, step number two. As you're listening to this podcast, wherever you are, look around. Look around your room, look around wherever you are, if you're driving, whatever it is, look around. In your immediate sight, what is making it harder to achieve those goals? The goals we just talked about in step number one. I'll do the same thing for me. I'm sitting in my room right now recording this podcast. And if I look around this room, it's my bedroom, so nothing crazy. But in the corner of the room, I have somehow, some way started to accumulate a little bit of a snack pile. I don't know when it started. I don't know why it started. But if I'm looking at the corner of my room right now, I can see I have chocolate covered pretzels in a bag sitting there. I have these, you know, those like skinny dipped chocolate almonds. I have those sitting there. And what else is in that corner? I see a protein bar as well. So nothing that I would ever need in my bedroom. But if I'm just kind of going about my night and like, oh, I passed by like, hey, I'll have a chocolate covered pretzel. Hey, I'll have a chocolate covered almond. Can you guys tell I have a sweet tooth? Um, it's just simple things like that. So for me, if I'm looking around my immediate room, that's what would make it harder for me to achieve my goals. Why? Because I have my macro set for me. I have my nutrition pre-logged and planned for the day. And I am not accounting for those extra snacks in my routine, but I know if it's sitting there, I'm going to probably eat them. So from a nutrition standpoint, those right there in my line of sight are going to make it a lot harder for me to reach my goals. Okay. For you guys. Three, number three, what can you do about those obstacles? Me, I can get rid of those freaking pretzels sitting in the corner of my room or at least move them to the kitchen pantry so they're not in my immediate line of sight as I'm sitting here. That would make my goals easier. For you, if you're sitting here in, or you're listening to this podcast in your house and you're noticing your, you know, your, your snack, right? Those peanut butter pretzels, whatever your thing is, you notice those are sitting in the kitchen pantry, maybe you know, letting that box or jar, whatever, run thin, and then not buying another one for a little while could make your obstacles a little bit easier. That could make your goals a little bit easier, right? Taking small steps to make your actions align with your goals and make them easier. Make it easier to do well than it is to fail, so to speak. Okay, so next step is asking yourself kind of what I just said, how can I make this goal easier? And what does that look like today? So for me, I'm a big action person. Like it is all fine and good to talk and listen and think about all these things that I'm going to do. Fuck that. What are you going to do right now? What are you going to do today? What can you do in this very minute that you are listening to this podcast to make your goals look a little easier? Make your goals a little bit more attainable. 
If I wasn't sitting here talking to a microphone, I would be getting up and moving those chocolate-covered pretzels. What does that look like for you? Make a commitment to yourself today that you will do one small five-minute task to get closer to your goals. Next step is be willing to reflect. Like, honestly, reflect at the end of every single day. Because if you start to notice and your your insanity patterns start to kind of creep their way back in and you've been so good, but oh, all of a sudden you snooze that alarm again, like we have to identify when those habits start creeping their way back in because all of a sudden we're going to blink and they're all going to be right back where you started. You have to recognize that not ignore it, not say it was this one-off event. You have to recognize those patterns and stop feeding yourself the bullshit excuse that got you there in the first place. Oh, I'm just a little extra tired today. Oh, I just, I just was craving the fries. Like, stop, stop. All you're doing is making your end result that much further away, right? We want to take steps towards that goal. We don't want to be pushing it in the opposite direction. So stop giving yourself some stupid excuse as to why that the action that you took is okay for the time being. Like, and if you want to tell yourself it's okay, that that's fine. But also tell yourself that it's okay that you're not going to reach your goals. And I don't think anybody's going to say that to themselves because you set those goals for a reason because they matter. They matter to you. They matter to the people around you. Maybe they matter for your health. And if they matter enough to you to set them as a goal, you have to be willing to make your actions matter enough to you too. So let that sink in, guys. Let those let those steps be a process that you take with yourself. I, I don't know today, tomorrow, a few times a day, if, if need be. I mean, identifying where you're lacking in order to understand where you want to move going forward. That's a, that's a pretty powerful thing. It, self-reflection is, is key to your success. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, definition of insanity, if you're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, we got issues. Zoom it out a little bit too. I'll give one more kind of reference um, just to kind of wrap things up. But if you are, let's say you're you're driving in a car, right? Maybe you're driving in your car right now. You're listening to me through your speakers. Hello, hi, it's me. Hopefully my voice isn't completely scratching out your ears. You are driving in the car. You set your GPS to a location. I don't know, maybe you're going on vacation. You're trying to get to the beach, right? You set your GPS to the beach. The beach is your goal. That is what I want to do. I'm going to get from point A, my house, to the beach. You're going, you're going, you're going. Your GPS says, when you get to this light, turn right or whatever it says, right? When you get to the next light, turn right. You then get to that light and you turn left. And you go, ah, shit, sorry, fucked up the directions. Oops, my bad, oop, ah, oop, whatever. The GPS reroutes you. It probably brings you in this giant, long, super unnecessary circle. And then you wind up right back at that light. GPS again goes, when you get to the light, turn right. You get to that light and you turn left. If at this point, if anyone else is in the car with you, they're automatically going to whip their neck to the side and be like, what the hell's wrong with you? It says go right. So go right. You keep going left. Why do you keep turning left? And you're going to be like, oh, shit. Yeah, sorry. I mean, ah, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. My bad. Oh, I got this. If it happens more than that second time and you turn left again at that light, something is wrong. Something is definitely wrong because in this situation, it's pretty apparent. You got to turn right if you want to get to the beach. But for whatever reason, in our health and fitness journeys, when our lives, our goals, our coaches, people you work with, when they're telling you to turn right, it's somehow, some way you make this excuse in your brain that you know better and that turning left won't really make that much of a difference. I could just turn left this one time. I'll be fine. No, we know getting to the beach takes a right turn. We know that your goals take a right turn. And 
why are you going to tell yourself like, but, but I like, I'll, I'll just, I'll take the left. You're going to continually be rerouted in a goddamn circle, wasting your own time and getting absolutely nowhere, getting back to that same light and making the same decision, getting back to that same rest stop and buying McDonald's again, 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 unless you do something about it. And the worst part too, like I said, you probably trick yourself into thinking that you are getting somewhere. Like you're, you're driving the car, you're pushing the gas and, and the brakes and you're using the steering wheel. Like you're doing the whole thing, right? The whole health and fitness thing, you're doing it. But when it comes time to actually take an action or make an action that will make a real impact on your progress, you get closer and closer and you repeat the same mistake that got you there in the first place. You hit that left again. Okay, guys, so stop taking that left. Stop putting up these barriers for yourself. Stop making your goals harder than they probably already are. Because they're there for a reason. It's it's a, a, a reach for you to get to where you want to be. So all you're doing by repeating the same actions over and over again and putting yourself in an environment that does not support your goals or that does not make it easier to break out of those actions, all you're doing is continuing to turn left. And the longer you turn left, the longer it's going to take to reach your goal if you ever do get there. And for most of us, myself included, if you're repeating that same cycle long enough, you're going to wind up just giving up. You're going to say, this doesn't work for me. I, it's not going to happen. I can't do it. When in reality, you can do it. And all it took was that one right turn, that one different decision to break that cycle of insanity and start seeing the results you want to see.